Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Oh! Sex Woody! Oh! That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! Fire up tonight. We got a busy show. We talked about it before. This NFL trade deadline is turning into the NBA, and it is majorly, quite frankly. What big news we went on today. We got lots of stuff, lots of fantasy implications to talk about. Let's get it started. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. Yes, sir. Back off a long road trip, but I couldn't miss TSS tonight because, like you said, too much to talk about. And how could I not get in this? If I was going to have to, I was going to do it from the car. So TSS Fantasy, glad I made it here. Um, Go online right now. Check out our rankings. Mine aren't up to date right now, but I know Commissioner Cooper's got his up there. If Nick doesn't have his up there, he's going to have them up next tomorrow morning. And, you know, let's get it, man. Like, you know that this is – Come, it's make or break time for your fantasy leagues. This is the turning of the corner. Week eight, if you're two and six, you got to start winning if you want to get in the playoffs. And if you're six and two, you got to keep winning if you want that seeding. So let's go. Go to tssfantasy.com and get the best rankings out there. And down the stretch they come, as Justin alluded to, it is. We're, we're getting down to it, the nitty-gritty over that halfway hump. Um, so, again, it's getting down to it. Big waiver week with a lot of teams on a bye. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Also, welcome to the studio, Fred the Jester. Reyes, welcome to the studio as you cough. Hello, hello. You heard that? I thought it was on me. <laughs> hello, everybody. TSS Justin here. Ready to talk some football. Shout out to my man Nick in the Phillies winning 4-0 right now. I see you, Nick. We don't know, we're not allowed to talk about baseball, but I had to throw that in there. Who gives a shit? Talk about it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's an easy way to get removed right off this show, Nick. But let's welcome into the studio, Nick. You got Flandered Macaronis. Phillies, Phillies, Phillies. Can't wait to watch the <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> We're going to get things started tonight real quick. <laughs> that was for <poor. laughs> Phillies, 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 wait, Phillies, wait, wait, Phillies. Wait, wait. And we. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Them too. Them too. So. Uh, we got big guests tonight. We got a lot of big news tonight. Uh, can't wait to get to it. I'm not going to say anything more. Let's roll. Absolutely. Lots of good things to get started tonight. The Phillies not being one of them. Again, big news across the board. We got to get a lot to it. But if you are watching on Belly Up TV um, or any other way, hit the subscribe button. Go to YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. The CJ2K football has been given away. I did do the drawing last night. Had some video issues, unfortunately, but I will post that up a little bit later. Um, so congratulations to our boy, Chef Boy R R D J was the account handle. So congratulations. <laughs> no, I'm laughing at, Fr- at Freddie's reaction. Like, well, as soon as I saw Chef, I started thinking, and Boy R D, that sounds like Freddie all the way. But no, it was definitely someone else. They, they sent me their address. Uh, so I knew it was someone else. So congratulations to you, my friend. Um, so hit the subscribe button. We're going to be doing a, a new giveaway soon. I don't know what it is yet, but I promise it'll be coming soon. Also, don't forget, go to our website. It's just an alluded to. Rankings will be up. Me and Freddie's are about to be up soon because we like to do a little combo treat. And then also, <laughs> don't forget, go to Underdog Fantasy. Before the season's over, use the promo code TSS. That's going to double your deposit up to $100. Why do we do all these crazy things, Nick? Because we are the fans of the people, and we like to spread our benevolency to all of our glorious fans. I think that's, that's your cue, Fred. He took my line. <laughs> well, that was, I, I mean, thought you he was just, <laughs> if you want a second one, we could do the people. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm excited for the Phillies, man. I was, I'm, super, got I'm, I'm Jack. I'm no cares about gonna... baseball. Let's get the Dodgers. I'm not going to go ape shit on this. About on the NFL front. Because no one cares about baseball. Here we go. Look, I'm a doctor, not an escalator. Spot, give me a hand. The doctor is in, but not in the stream yard yet because I didn't click him in on time. Let's welcome into the studio, Dr. Jeffrey Miller. Hey, guys. Great to be here. I was worried I was getting kicked off the show just like Nick did a moment ago. <laughs> oh, I, I did that on purpose. Yeah. Nick likes to be kicked off the show. All right. So we got a busy week of waiver wire ads and a lot of you know questions as far as injuries concerned. So you are in for said house call. What you got tonight? Let's start with Cooper Cup. So, hurt his ankle during the loss to the 49ers. I think the bigger news there is that he hurt his ankle when the game was already out of reach. And there's a lot of fair criticism about this, that it was nothing more than garbage time. If you were watching the game, commentators said that an injury then would be devastating. So, he had no business in the game. And Coach McVay commented that it was an error to have him playing in a game that was essentially over. So, I think the bigger story is why was he playing? And did Coach McKay learn a lesson from this? But out of all this, the good news to report is that there's no structural damage to the ankle. There's just some swelling. And he is expected to play in week number nine. All right. So good news for Cooper Cup owners. At least they made a dodge a bullet on that one. Who else we got? So we're going to talk about Mark Ingram. And we got a graphic I'd like you to pull up. We're going to talk about the medial collateral ligament of the knee a little bit today. 
So there we go. So Mark Ingram sustained a grade two MCL sprain. So if you're looking at your screen on the right side, that's the inside view of the right knee. And that inside ligament there going from north-south is the MCL or medial collateral ligament. That's the ligament we're talking about with Ingram. The official word is that his sprain is going to have him out three to four weeks. So the grade two diagnosis indicates that there's some tearing of those fibers right there. It's not just been strained. It's not just, it's not torn. There is some tearing of the fibers. You can pull that down now. Um, so the grade two implies that there's not only tearing, but there's also some joint instability. Specifically, if he gets hit on the outside of his knee, he's unstable on the inside portion. So not a good knee to run on, right? Um, based only on the diagnosis, the grade two, a trip to the IR wouldn't be unexpected. He's out a minimum of three to four weeks. And that's if it's a mild grade two. If it's a more involved grade two, uh, it wouldn't be surprising if he missed four to six to eight weeks. So Mark Ingram at a minimum out three to four weeks. All right. So an uptick for Alvin Kamara owners, um, hopefully, uh, is what they're looking at for that. All right, Doc, what else we got? Jonathan Taylor's had a rough season. So he's been, I think, probably a lot of leagues number one pick. And he re-aggravated his right ankle during Sunday's loss. He's already missed a couple of games from this this season. We've talked about on this show that one of the biggest risk factors for an ankle sprain is a previous ankle sprain. And so now he's managing this chronically. It's not going to resolve any time this season. He's going to be managing this the rest of the way. Whether or not he plays this weekend, which I think is in question right now, his floor is rapidly falling. Really tough break for uh, what a lot of people hope is going to be another breakout season for him. Yeah, indeed. Um, big question marks all the way around for Jonathan Taylor. If he doesn't go, again, we're on the waiver wire show, obviously with the news of Nahi Hines leaving, Zach uh, Moss is there, but how much would he be able to play? So we'd expect Deion Jackson to be back in the fold, so it might be somebody, if he's in your waiver wires, to look out for. Who else we got, Doc? Talk about the rookie, Christian Watson. So he missed time already this season with some recurrent hamstring injuries. And he is now in the concussion protocol after the first drive of the game this weekend. And, and for Watson, fairly, it was his only drive of the last three games. In concussion protocol, like we've discussed with brain injuries, it is too soon on Tuesday to speculate on whether he'll clear the protocol in time for this week or not. Yeah, it's been an injury plague season so far for the rookie. Who else we got? Vontae Parker has an undisclosed knee sprain, may miss one week, may not. There's really nothing to report specifically on Parker at this point. All right, and yet nobody cares anyway. Who else we got? Order out Patterson. Uh, we haven't talked about him since about a month ago, early October. So Patterson originally injured his left knee in week three. He went on unsuccessfully to play in week four. And, and after week four, I said, you know, the, the Falcons would like to have that one back if they could. Um, after week four, he was placed on the IR after having an undisclosed procedure for his knee to repair his meniscus. He was expected initially to miss four to six weeks. He's now coming off the IR. He's well-rested and not banged up. And I'll say he just posted a video on Twitter, and he looks good. He's dragging a sled. He's running. He's not limping. But as I always say with these videos, it's easy to run north-south when there's nobody coming at you. Everybody looks good. And, and quite frankly, who posts a video of them limping along? So he looks good. But it's a Twitter video. Um, let's wait to see. But I do expect to see him this weekend. Okay, sounds good. Who else we got? Second MCL to discuss of the day is Eli Mitchell. Um, he's got not a grade two, but rather a grade three MCL sprain. 
grade three sprain is major or complete tearing of the fibers. So massive instability now on the inside of Mitchell's knee. Um, sorry, Coop. I, uh, I got my notes a little backwards. This was a couple of weeks ago. This wasn't any time recently. I'm sorry. That was eight weeks ago. This weekend, we're at eight weeks. Uh, I'm not going to share this with anybody I know, so thumbs down for me. We're expecting him back because we're eight weeks in. Um, maybe good for the weekend. <laughs> Next time I do that, cut me off. Just like throw me off the show. That's style. Like, we need to get a big giant hook for certain people yeah, on the show. Wow. But Zach, you're not. You're definitely not one of them. All right, who else? Gosh, Mitchell's coming back. Yeah, at um, some point. Last one of the day, Mark Andrews. So yeah, kind of reporting him that he's injured and it's it's not serious. He dodged the bullet. He left the win over the Bucks during the second quarter with a shoulder injury. It's now being reported as a mild shoulder strain. The fear initially, the quote bullet he dodged, was that it might have been a clavicular fracture, AC separation, or shoulder dislocation. Mm. But none of those appear to be the case. He was on the sideline without a sling, which is really good news. Andrews is currently listed as day-to-day. They don't play until Monday night football, so he's got a little extra recovery time. But should he miss this coming week, they do have a bye in week 10. So if he needs a little bit more time for the shoulder, the knee, or the ankle, he's managing a few things, um, maybe look for him to miss that and get the additional bye week off. Could be a likely scenario that you pick up his backup this week regardless because he looks like he's going to be getting some play anyway. All right, well, Doc, we appreciate you being in. No worries, no worries on the flubber. Doc, we Doc are, we you nearly gave it. me a heart attack, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I went and started looking it up. I was just like, did he re-injure it? <laughs> no, all good, my friend. We appreciate you coming in tonight. We will see you next week, and just make sure you don't give Justin a heart attack, all right? Take care, gentlemen. I will see you then. All right, we got our guests coming in. We have Jeremy coming in. We have Josh Hayes coming in. We're going to talk waiver wire with some champs or chumps battle. Let's bring them in. It's time for Waiver Wire, and we have a big battle tonight. Let's first welcome into the studio Josh Hayes. Welcome into the studio, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate you uh, taking some time to uh, drop me on the show. We appreciate you coming in. This is going to be a wealth of knowledge tonight because your opponent is none other than our friend Jeremy. What do you have going on tonight, my friend? Welcome to the studio. Thanks for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on. We appreciate it. As far that. as anything going on, no. <laughs> I'm here. All <laughs> right, all good. You, get, you got the best seat in the house tonight. All right, so we got a good champs or chumps battle tonight. We're going to hear all your best waiver wire targets from each position. Nick's going to be our judge tonight, even though he's somewhat watching the Phillies game. Let's get it started. Let's get ready to rumble.
how thick do you think I am? I mean, I know I've never stood up around you, but yeah, I'm like, and only because Caleb looked like he's in Grandma's kitchen, I'm gonna give this one to Mike. So Caleb, for just right now. Hey man, just want to let you know that sometimes you gotta shut the fuck up. Jason, that's not how you treat guests, bro. Hey. <laughs> It's Champs or Chumps Night, Waiver Wire Edition. I'm super excited to hear what we got going on tonight. Josh, we're going to start with you. Give us your big Waiver Wire pick at quarterback this week. Oh, it's got to be Andy Dalton, right? The Red Rifle is back. We thought he was a pea shooter here for a little bit, but we're back in on Andy Dalton. Are we not? Did we not see the Raiders get smacked 24 to nothing? And keep in mind, keep in mind, Andy Dalton is doing this Without Michael Thomas, without any real tight end to speak of, Taysom Hill does not count. He doesn't get regular targets at that position. And he's doing it without Jarvis Landry, who we thought was going to be the slot dominator, the guy that's going to be work, you know, the, uh, move the chains and be the all the underneath stuff. He's had Crystal Lave and Alvin Kamara um, and should be able to easily double team Crystal Lave quite a bit. Olave is deep beating double teams left and right. We saw one of the best performances of the week against Andy Dalton. And right now, you, you tell me if you have shares of Tom Brady, if you have shares of Derek Carr, if you have shares of a number of these top quarterbacks, even guys like Justin Herbert, who's been mostly disappointed this season, how you're going to have to start looking at a stream situation with guys like Andy Dalton and Geno Smith. And Andy Dalton is the one who's actually more widely available this week. That's a big argument. The Red Rifle is back. I mean, look at all these comeback tours this year. And by the way, I know he wasn't injured, but I'm going to be the first to put this out there. Geno Smith is definitely comeback player of the year. Jeremy, to you, my friend, who you got as your big waiver wire QB pickup? So he might not be available in every league. He's a little bit higher rostered on ESPN, but Justin Fields to me has to be the waiver wire pickup here. I mean, four consecutive top 12 finishes. He's the QB2 in that span from week five to week eight as of now, averaging 21 points per game. They just got Chase Claypool. Not overly excited, but, I mean, it's a it's an addition, a more talented player than what he's already dealing with there as their second wide receiver. Um, he's 64% completion percentage in that span, 728 passing yards, five touchdowns, two interceptions, two rushing touchdowns. Right now he's second in the, in the league. Well, FTN has him. Last week up until week seven, he is second in the league in rushing yards for quarterbacks. Um, 26 rushes with no contact, um, three forced missed tackles. It just seems like everything's starting to click for him. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. 
And I just like their schedule going forward. He gets Miami this week, Detroit, Atlanta, New York, Jets, Green Bay, Philly, Buffalo, Detroit. It's a little tough in the playoffs, but leading up to that, that that's a pretty good uh, run. And he just put up a decent game against Dallas. So not really worried about the matchups there for him. Yeah, if you're looking for a QB off the wire, it's because you need somebody for a bye week or and or you just need a quality backup and you hit it right on the head, Jeremy. That schedule for Justin Fields is favorable and they are looking pretty decent um, in this offense. It is starting to click a little bit for them. Nick, what do you say, my friend? Who is winning round number one? Yeah, I like both of the arguments, but uh, I like Jeremy just a little bit more just because um, – Justin Fields does have a little more advantage with the use of his legs rather than the the uh, the statuesque uh, skill set of uh, Andy Dalton. So I am going to go with Jeremy with Justin Fields on round one. Statuesque. I love it. All right, so let's go to the running back position. Jeremy, we're going to start with you in this round. Give me your big running back pickup this week. All right, so I had to pivot. It started as James Cook, and then, you know, the Bills had to go and trade for Naeem Hines. So <laughs> caveat if Naeem Hines is out there, get him, but he's available. He's not available in a lot of leagues. So I went with Naeem Hines backup in Deion Jackson. Um, he's only rostered in 9.3% of ESPN leagues. In the short span that he had a basically a full workload, uh, week five and six-ish, um, he had 25 attempts, 104 yards. Um, he's actually still tied for the team league with one rushing touchdown. Um, so yeah, there's that. And he had 14 targets, 14 receptions, 41.1 PPR points in that just short span there, um, with a top finish in week six. So, uh, for me, I think that that JT injury might be a little bit more than what they let on originally. Um, he did leave the game there for a little bit, getting it wrapped up again. So I think that's a little bit more than a low ankle sprain. I think it's closer to that high ankle sprain. I think JT's just a tough kid toughing it out. So I think that Deion Jackson might get a little bit more run um, because as a Bills fan who watches every single Bills game, trust me, Zach Moss is nothing that Deion Jackson has to worry about. <laughs> yeah, and the biggest thing, and we we talked about Deion Jackson on our on our show before, you know, he – he hit off was that he's got some juice to him. Like you could tell he hits the hole hard. He's got the juice. He makes good plays. So like you said, with Naheem Hines out the window, especially this week, Deion Jackson's a huge pickup. I do agree with you. Josh, let's say you, my friend, who is your big running back pickup this week? All right. We like the Drake here. Kenyon Drake, 32% rostered here in Yahoo leagues right now. People jumped off the train because we thought it was the Gus Edwards show. And now he pops up here with another injury. So first things first, this is the worst wide receiver core in football. I think we we, we got to agree. Buffalo is terrible. Rashad Bateman's injured. Mark Andrews is injured right now. And Kenyon Drake catches a passing touchdown last week. On top of catching the passing touchdown, he's only the running back who had four targets. No one else got any sort of volume. And if you stack up everybody in, this, in a yard per carry basis last game, he has the highest uh, rate, 8.9 yards per carry, higher than Lamar Jackson, higher than Gus Edwards, higher than Justice Hill. So he's producing at the highest level among all those backs. And when you know that he's going to get some passing game work as well, that saves him if they end up do starting Gus Edwards there. For 32% rostered, you can't do much better than a guy who's going to get probably at least 50% of the work um, and has an offense that really can't throw the football. They need Kenyon Drake to do a lot in this offense, and I like him this week. As a fan of America's team, the Miami Dolphins, I know that Kenyon Drake is a playmaker indeed. So, Nick, what say you? Who wins round two? 
Yeah, I'm going to go with Josh on this one just based on sheer playing time and volume with uh, Kendrick. He's going to be on the field much more than uh, Deion Jackson. Deion Jackson might have a little more explosive play, but the key word here is play, and uh, Drake's going to do a little bit more of that. All right. We got a live comment and question in the house. Since we have guests in, why don't we have the guest answer, Eddie? This is from Nonstop Philly Gaming. He'd like to know we'll go we'll start with you first, Jeremy. He wants to know who he should start going forward, Dak or Geno Smith, or do you think that's more matchup based? I would start Dak. I mean, I know Geno's been impressive, but we've kind of seen him tail off as far as fantasy goes. Like not even really tail off. I mean, he's still right at the top fifteen. But he's tailing off from like that impressive top 10 type performances. And I think Dak is still I've always liked Dak. I think he's always been a top 10 option, no matter the matchup. So for me, I'm in on Dak. I think he's got a little bit more of that franchisey like type quarterback. I think he just plays a little bit, a little bit better than Gino, although you can't discredit what Gino's done so far. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, definitely he's got, I think Dak has more of the upside, but Josh, what do you say? Do you differ on that? No, I'm with you. I, I'm going to trust the, the best offense, uh, among the group, and no disrespect to DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, but one, two, three punch here with with Ceedee Lamb, Tony Pollard, and then take your pick between Michael Gallup and Dalton Schultz. There, it's a more complete team, in my opinion. And Dak has a longer track record of being successful. Exactly, and that's actually a perfect point. Uh, so always, what I say on my show: consistency in fantasy is key. That's why you keep continuing with Dak because um, Geno's kind of. We'll, we'll see how that continues to play out. Let's move on to our wide receiver round. Josh, we'll start with you. Give me your big pickup at receiver this week. All right. This is a forgotten man. Just over 50% rostered here. Darnell Mooney uh, has got 50 yards uh, receiving in each of the last five games. Double-digit fantasy points in three of the last five. Check the schedule out. Miami, who just gave up 26 points to the Detroit Lions, of all people. And uh, after that, it is Detroit that they face. And after that, they get Atlanta on the road. So lots of high-scoring opportunities. If you believe in Justin Fields, like Jeremy does, and you like that Chase Claypool gets added to this offense, then it stands to reason that they double Darnell Mooney less, and we finally get him in the end zone. Touchdown regression is also big here. Zero touchdowns on the season. We saw that Darnell Mooney almost cashed in on one. He got tackled at the one just outside the pylon. He's due, and he's getting the target share, and he's has the continuity with Justin Fields for two seasons now. So go ahead and grab him in half of your leagues. I see what you did there, Josh. You went back to round one and said, hey, if you're going to give that argument, you got to give it to me here, right? Got to love it there. Jeremy, what say you? Give me your pickup at receiver this week. All right, so I might actually just lose because my guy does have no value this week. But <laughs> I'm in on Donovan Peoples-Jones, okay? I've been in on him for a while um, this season, and he's still putting up I mean, impressive performances. I mean, not crazy, but I mean double digits in uh, five performances so far this season out of eight games, 46 targets, 30 receptions, uh, 417 yards. And in through the first – uh, seven weeks, he had 450 air yards. He had 29 catchable targets. According to FTN, he caught 26 of those. Um, so for me, he's the number two clearly in Cleveland at this moment, seeing a good target share. And then listen to this schedule again. Another one gets Miami in week 10. Buffalo is going to be tough at 11, but then he gets Tampa Bay, Houston, Cincinnati, Baltimore, New Orleans, Washington down the stretch, and Pittsburgh to finish it off if you have it. a week 18 matchup. On top of that, he's going to be getting Deshaun Watson back in week 
12 or 13. I don't know exactly know when they're getting him back, but um, it's more of a long game here with Donovan Peoples-Jones, but at the moment he's on a bye week. Nobody's going to be looking to grab him. You're probably going to get him cheap if you play in a fab league and just stash him on your bench if you have that opportunity because I think that Peoples-Jones might be one of those guys that pops in this back half of the season and could possibly be a great flex play going forward no matter where you stand in the standings at the moment. Yeah, do that. He's on a bye week. You might not even have to get up at two thirty a.m. either and try exactly. to catch it right when the waivers. <laughs> you might even build Adam after the waivers for free. <laughs> exactly, Nick. Let's say you who wins round number three. Wow, this is uh, this is uh, dead weight division here. Uh, foo. <laughs> uh, talk about two guys that have opportunities that have done nothing with it. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go with Josh on this one, just on the hope and promise that when Claypool gets in there, that does take the double coverage off of Mooney and stretch the field a little bit because, uh, again, DPJ should have had opportunities with uh, with Amari Cooper. It didn't materialize, so I'm going to go on the hope and the promise that Mooney uh, actually does something worth watching. All right, it's 2-1, Josh. Let's see if Jeremy can push it to round number five. I have a feeling he'll be able to. I don't know why. But let's go to Jeremy. Let's go to him first on the tight end position. Give me your big pickup at tight end this week. It appears Nick lights the Bears, so i got to find a Bears tight end real quick. Hold on. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Good luck. No, but I'm going to go to a similar team, uh, the Denver Broncos. I'm going to go Greg Dolchich, um, rostered in only 33% of uh, ESPN leagues, which I thought was pretty surprising, especially with what he's done in the last three mm-hmm. weeks. Uh, tight end 30, which doesn't seem crazy, which seems not good, but he's only played three games and has 36.2 points. Uh, if you go by a per-game basis, he's tight end five at the moment uh, behind guys like Andrews and Kelsey. Uh, and you get, he's finished as a top 15 option every single week, 17 targets, 12 receptions, 182 yards and a score. Um, we've seen it all season. I mean, you saw Eric Saubert have an interesting game. I mean, it seems like Russ is kind of just targeting tight ends. They've decided to avoid Cortland Sutton for some reason. Um, so it's not, not crazily great, but I think the tight end position's not been great by any means, um, outside of Kelsey and Wall or Andrews. So, for me, I think Greg Dolchich is a must-add. I think going forward, he's going to see a, a really good target share. I mean, 12, 17 targets in three games is pretty good at tight end position. So. Yeah, if you don't have the top guys, it is literally a dart throw. And Dolchich, not a bad dart to throw. Josh, let's go to you, sir. Who's your big tight end this week? Uh, this is a more of a scraping the bottom of the barrel situation, and you kind of need uh, a little bit of a of luck for this to play out well. But even if you don't get Mark Andrews sitting out this week, I still think Isaiah likely is a good fantasy option. Dolchitz is in a great situation. He's produced more, so he's got a better track record. But take a look at the fill-in situation when Mark Andrews goes out. Seven targets, six catches, 77 yards, and a touchdown. It's almost as if Lamar Jackson doesn't know how to throw to anybody else but the tight end effectively in his <laughs> offense right now. So if Mark Jan- Mark Andrews is ruled out, or even if he isn't, remember, they're down Rashad Bateman, and they've tried a bunch of, you know, scrap heap wide receivers there. I mean, if you guys you guys can play, you know, the slot, maybe you should try out right now. Uh, the, everybody's got an open opportunity on the Ravens roster right now. But in the meantime... Isaiah likely is either the number one tight end if Mark Andrews is out or a really strong number two option in an offense that has no wide receivers there. So I think that there's a very good chance that the Baltimore Ravens maybe just rest Mark Andrews in week nine, let him get through the bye in week 10, and then you have a great option this week to claim Isaiah likely and put him into your lineup. 
And seeing some volume with Andrews there as well. So, again, good pickup, I think, regardless. Nonetheless, big shout-out to our boys at Patriot Sports Radio. Want to let Nick know that he was the real MVP. And fourth and flex, by the way, thank you for stopping in with the out comment and the doc. Appreciate you guys. All right, Nick, who wins round four? Yeah, I mean, great arguments on on both sides. But I think right now Dolchich is the answer because right now Denver is getting right back to basics. Uh, right now Hackett. Hackett should be out of a job, but right now he's he's coaching for his paycheck. So they're just going to do uh, check down Charlie and uh, let Riz, let Russ um, simmer, uh, not cook, and uh, just do just move the ball down the field as much as you can. So I think Dulcich is the play there. All right, Nick says put it on the simmer setting or the melt on the oven whichever one you prefer jeremy good job you have tied things up we are going into round five i don't know how this always happens it's amazing but here we go in round five we're going to start with josh give us the big streaming defense of the week all right let's go here with the team uh that gets to take advantage of a sunday night football matchup against the tennessee titans and this is none other than the kansas city chiefs uh, here this week. They have a double-digit projection this week for Week 9 on Yahoo at over 10 fantasy points. They're coming up with a five-sack, two-interception, one-fumble recovery game against the San Francisco 49ers, who are supposed to be you know, a team that takes care of the ball and runs the ball really, really well. So now imagine this. Either you have Ryan Tannehill, who's been ineffective in the passing offense and really has a one-trick pony in Derrick Henry, or you have Malik Willis, who was so scared for them to put into the passing game, he got a total of 10 pass attempts and, and scraped themselves with Derrick Henry to 17 total points in a win. This is tailor-made for Chris Jones and the Kansas City Chiefs team to pin their ears back and either attack Malik Willis or Ryan Tannehill in this offense. I don't see a lot of scoring on the Tennessee side. Kansas City is at home as well, and I like them to put up a good fantasy performance this week and take a look at this 32% available on Yahoo. Wasn't expecting that as a streaming D option, but it is a good one because you've got to go with those defenses that are home. That is definitely key. Jeremy, what say you? What's your streaming defense this week? All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a little bit with the uh, team that just got smacked in the mouth on uh, Monday Night Football. But I'm going to go with the Bengals. Um, I think their defense is – it's not an overly great defense. I mean, it's not this stout, great defense. Um, but they do draw Carolina this week. Um, P.J. Walker is doing good things, not great things. Uh, we saw him throw a pick six this week to Atlanta. Um, I'm going to just expect that we see maybe possibly an interception or two there from the Bengals, which obviously could turn into a pick six because they just gave it up to an Atlanta defense that isn't overly great. So I just think that it's a, a good matchup. I think the Bengals are going to come out and they want to kind of – reassert themselves as in hey that game is not what we're about um and i think that they're they're chomping at the bit you know to get this defense looks a little bit worse than what it was last year and they want to get a little bit back at it and i think pj walker's the perfect unfortunate candidate for them to kind of maybe get a turnover here or there whether it's a fumble or a fumble recovery multiple sacks on pj walker because walker's good but he's not that great so for me I, i like the matchup i'm going against the quarterback that is not a strong quarterback. That's the way I like to stream my defenses. So Makes perfect sense. Good things, not great things coming from P.J. Walker. I love that comment. Look, the bottom line is this Bengals defense, when they have, um, you know, I guess lesser offenses, they have performed well in fantasy this year. So, yeah, not a bad option. Nick, but it's up to you, my friend. Who wins this final round? 
Yeah, I, I like both arguments, but the fact that I would rather be able to stack the box against one Derrick Henry than have to worry about DJ Moore, who's had a resurgence with, with PJ Walker on, on the outside, than have to worry about, uh, Deonta Foreman in the backfield. And then, oh yeah, by the way, there's Terrence Marshall over there on, on the outside. So I am going to go with Josh on round five and he is the winner of the night. Josh, yeah, congratulations. Rob, Robert Woods is going to go off now because you said that. So <laughs> go off. Yeah, he's going to have like 20 yards, right? Relax. Right. <laughs> Two receptions, That's 20 scorched yards. Scorched earth game for Robert yeah. Woods. That's <laughs> that is always the way it works. Congratulations, Josh. You are tonight's winner. Nick is a man of, uh, you know, he's a gentleman, a scholar, and he's a clearly a guy who knows his fancy football. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. Hey, you're yeah. so welcome, Josh. <laughs> I, yeah. I can see yeah. it. I, I think Josh did better anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, well, I accept it. I don't know if you really want to accept it because tonight, here is your reward. Nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Good job, my friend. That was just tradition on our show for our game losers to get that reward. But we do appreciate you guys coming on. Josh, since you're our winner tonight, we'll start with you. Give a, give our listeners everywhere they can follow, subscribe, and get all your great content, my friend. Appreciate it. Uh, Rotoball Radio, Sunday through Friday, six days a week. We have the leadoff show here, 6 a.m. Eastern. You can check it out on demand in the SiriusXM app. As always, um, we are the show that takes more calls uh, than anybody. So very interactive like your guys. It's a great show here. Like You can call in. You can tweet us uh, at SiriusXM Fantasy, at Josh Hayes FS. Um, and we're you know providing all that live fantasy content every morning on SiriusXM. Josh, appreciate you being here. No problem with the humble brag, bro. We know we know where we're sitting. <laughs> we appreciate <laughs> you being in here. Jeremy, appreciate you coming in. Let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, and get all your great content, my friend. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. First, I'd say listen to Josh's show. I do every morning because, you know, I drive for work. So every day I'm in the the van. So, you know, it's always good, you know, but yeah, you can find me on uh, any of my works at ftnfantasy.com, all the articles, any stuff like that. I have uh, do a start sit show every Sunday morning um, on their YouTube channel. And other than that, Twitter is at PopesFFH. Uh, give me a follow. I'm answering any questions, anything like that. Awesome. Maybe we started some new uh, rivalry. Uh, Jeremy can 
you know, since you're calling in, you can come interact with Josh's show and you guys can maybe do another on his show, do another Champs or Chomps for a rematch. I'll have, you know? I'll have Jeremy on anytime. Call in. We'll set you up. We'll get you in the uh, the back end hotline and we'll get you on, my man. There we, All right. there we go. The hotline bling. We appreciate you both being in. Well, we're talking about waiver wire pickups tonight. We got to talk about people we need to drop. So well, how do we do that? We bring in the judge. Judge Thomas is here tonight. He's here to tell us who to drop. Fellas, appreciate you guys being in. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All rise for the Honorable Jordan C. Thomas. Court is now in session. You may be seated. Today, we call to the stand Garrett Carr, the second-best quarterback in his family ha! and the starting quarterback of the Las Vegas Raiders. Mr. Carr, you are accused of having less passing touchdowns on Sunday than a running back named Christian McCaffrey. You are accused of making Devontae Adams completely irrelevant. And you are accused of holding the entire Las Vegas Raiders organization hostage from your awful play. Mr. Carr, the evidence against you is pretty damning. On Sunday... You passed midfield against the Saints just as many times as I did. Zero. All of that while the Saints squad was without their defensive, their best defensive player. On top of all of that, obviously you were unable to get into the end zone one time, and you were absolutely outclassed by one Andrew the Red Rifle Dalton. In the offseason, Mr. Carr, Mr. Adams said that he was going from one Hall of Fame quarterback to another. He must know something about Jarrett Stidham that the rest of us don't, because surely he was not talking about you. Mr. Carr, the court hereby finds you guilty and sentences you to a lifetime sentence on the waiver wire. You will never see the light of day on a fantasy roster again. This court is adjourned. The judge has spoken. If you have David Carr in your roster, Derek Carr, whatever the hell his name is, you better drop. <laughs> <laughs> One of the cars. Judge got, judge got me all confused. <laughs> He's the best of the Carr brothers. That was classic. All right, we got waiver wire ads, and we got some comments to get to. So let's hit the let's hit the waiver wire. <laughs> All right, our friend Nonstop Philly Gaming, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Um, he has TJ Hawkinson. This is something we're going to be talking about here in a minute anyway. And his big money league, should he be excited for more production in this Vikings offense or expect more of the same? Um, Nick, you got a thought on that? Honestly, I'd say he pretty much remains the same because the large target share is going to go to Jefferson. And then you can't forget about Thielen. So, so Thielen's gonna, gonna get some, uh, so he's gonna get about the same. Now, he might get more, more red zone action, but, uh, I think as far as, as PPR value, he'll probably, he'll probably get about the same. 
Yeah, and it's been hit or miss on Hawkinson all year long. So, quite frankly, I know as an owner myself, I know how it rolls with him. Um, so, I think, you know, again, it's kind of pretty much the same. You'd expect the same going forward. Um, it will it'd be interesting to see how he fits in the, in the uh, Philly and the Vikings offense. Speaking of Philly, he said Nick is a Philly fan. So, of course, he knows what he's talking about. That's from earlier. Of course, Mary Jane checking in tonight saying great guest tonight. And the Judge Jordan bit apparently is a big hit we got a few big comments about judge jordan so we appreciate you my friend let's move on to our waiver wire additions let's go around the room with the quarterbacks justin who's your big waiver wire ad this week at qb pj walker so i disagree with our guest on pj walker pj walker has shown to be a much better quarterback than anybody in carolina and he's got the job still um, you know, I'm looking at this guy. He kept DJ Moore this year or this week. He threw for 317 passing yards and a touchdown last week. A absolutely necessary deep bomb touchdown. He got his team into position to score. If it wasn't for Eddie Pinheiro, rest in peace, my friend. I'm sorry, you might be gone in like a couple weeks. If hey, that's a if you're not already gone, be nice. <laughs> if you're not already gone, um. And guess what? He's playing the Cincinnati Bengals this week. Now everybody was like, oh, Cincinnati might have an easy matchup. Guess what our Cleveland did right against Cincinnati? They ran the ball, check Carolina. They played good defense, and they only asked the quarterback to do what was necessary. That was game manage. That's everything that Carolina can do. They have a good defense. They have a good run game, and they have a good game manager. I look for P.J. Walker to have a good game and be a good waiver wire uh, guy for you this week if you need to fill him in. Brad, who do you like at QB? Well, he picked my guy was uh, Justin Fields. Uh, so uh, <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> j- j- just to add on to Justin, um, the last two games he awesome. played some spectacular defenses in New England and Dallas. And for him to go out there and throw 179, 151 respectively, plus two touchdowns and uh, still run for 60 and 82 yards and a TD, he definitely would, uh, would be a, a, a good wave of wire pickup. Yeah, no, I like it. For, um, Nick, what say you? Okay, uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. <laughs> Freaking Marcus Mariota. And it's not because he can throw the ball. And Philly just hit another home run. Um, it's not because he can throw the ball. Uh, he's actually had three top ten finishes this week, right? Uh, this this season. He's, he's had a five, a six, and a ten. Now, um, He's got a 4.9 to 24-point range. Okay, but this week he's playing the Chargers, and the Chargers are 18th against quarterback. Eh, that's okay. But since he gets most of his points on the ground, they're 31st against running backs. So if you need a streamer this week, Marcus Mariota might be your boy. And he's only owned in 24% of ESPN leagues. Indeed. All right, let's go to you know what? Before let's before we get on, let's talk about all the things happening in the news today. I'm not even going to hit the because you know we're talking about waiver wires. We got to tight because we're starting to get into running backs, and you know this is this Naheem Hines situation. So let's just go on to the news first. At all this trading deadline that basically looked like it was the NBA today. Crazy trades going in and around the league. So. Again, we brought up the Hawkinson situation. So, you know, again, we expect, I think all of us agree, equal right now until we see a little bit more. We're not really sure what his production is like. Let's look at some other other trades. 
first Calvin Ridley to the Jacks, which I found completely. I was like, what? Yeah, what? Playing? Like, what's going on here? So that was off the chain. Um, basically, and the way I read it is his draft pick was a fifth or a sixth, or it becomes a fifth if he becomes active. So a lot of a lot of interesting things there with Calvin Ridley. But man, if he does come back, you know, him, Christian Kirk, you know, maybe they're building something there in um, Jacksonville. There's definitely some potential, and it didn't really cost them too much. So I just found I found that one interesting. Um, how about Chase Claypool to the Bears, though? Let's go to Nick on that. Do you think Chase Claypool's a difference maker for the Bears? Do you expect his production to go up? I don't know if he'd be a difference maker for the Bears per se, but it's a difference maker for him because right now he was mired in that in that offense. Uh, he was basically number three on the depth chart. Pickens was was one, and then uh, Deontay Johnson was two. I think he's going to improve the Bears, but um, yeah, I think he'll be a, he'll he'll get a slight uptick because because now he goes to to a number two. He can. Clearly stretch the field. You can even put him in the slot. I mean, hell, he's 6'4", 230. If, if you can't find a 6'4", 230-pound wide receiver, you're blind. So, Or unless you're running for your life like Justin Fields usually does. So uh, it will be um, it'll be a good move for him, change his scenery, and he'll probably get more red zone targets. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, let's go to I, – I'm totally with you on that. Let's go to Justin on these running backs that kind of flip-flop with Naheem Hines to Buffalo and Zach Moss to the Colts. By the way, on a personal note, I had picked up Naheem Hines in a league where I basically had nobody starting um, this week, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. Like, I, you know, Jonathan Taylor's hurt. I might get a start with Naheem Hines and be chilling. Oh, my God, now he's to the Bills? Like, what's going on? How do you think this is going to affect both these guys, Justin? Well, first off, uh, rest in peace, James Cook. Uh, you had a great game, and now you are officially third on the depth chart, son. Um, sorry about that. Uh, sorry about your luck, but um, it's not going to work out this year. Uh, for Naheem Hines, I like it. I mean, this officially takes the pressure of being a receiving back off of Devin Singletary. He can just be the rushing back. They can bring in uh, Naheem Hines, and this just adds another weapon that you have to guard in this already heavy artillery that is the Buffalo Bills. Um, Love it. On the Zach Moss side, this opens the door for, you know, Deion Jackson, in my opinion. Mm. I mean, I'm not looking at Zach Moss and saying, oh, I'm going to go get Zach Moss. No, no, no. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm looking at Deion Jackson. I'm saying, okay, this is a guy who's already proven it this year. He can be a good back. Jonathan Taylor is hurt. They're going to need somebody to fill in that pass-catching role. Zach Moss has never been a good pass-catching running back. He's always been a good rushing running back, if you can call him that. Um, so yeah, when I look at this, I look at Naheem Hines, his stock goes up because now he's getting it from Josh Allen. Who's, you know, he could end up, you know, throwing him a nine route for all we know. 
and it could absolutely be game break. So I look at it as Naheem Hines, his stock goes up because of his potential. Zach Moss, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Fred, we'll go to you. I know you like defense. So how about Bradley Chubb going to America's team, the Miami Dolphins? The reason why I want to bring this up because this actually brought a few things that went around. So Chase Edmonds now going to Denver in that trade. So again, I like you know what are your thoughts on Chase his effectiveness? Also now Jeff Wilson comes to Miami, um, you know as again another backup running back. So it's turning his turn in the San Francisco Dolphins. What do you think as far as all those moves is concerned? Does that make Miami now a streaming defense to you? Does that make Chase Edmonds somebody to pick up? And the same with Jeff Wilson. Um. It, it makes the Miami defense better, but I still wouldn't play them because I think they were ranked, what, bottom five in the league in sacks. So, yeah, Chubb is definitely going to help them, but I don't think it's going to make them a top 10 defense. Um, I don't know what that what, what Denver is doing. They're just getting running backs left and right. And just, they don't know what they're doing. Home. That's what they're, they're doing. Home. They have That's no clue. There. I don't know what's going on in Denver. It's just looking really sh- not good. Uh, I think Wilson to the Miami works. I, I like that one. Um I think it, I think that makes them even just a little bit more faster than what they were. So hey, why not keep bringing uh, horses out for Miami just a dink dunk and then take it off at uh, forty yards? Indeed. So all the way around, I think it was you know I, obviously I think it's a great trade for the Dolphins, who's been really hurting defensively, and they've been looking for a running a linebacker, and here we go with a young linebacker at that. So I think it's a great move for, of course, America. Would they gave him a one and a four for him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't even remember I to be honest. One of four, so one of four and, they got Chase Edmonds. One. and they got Chase Edmonds. They can have and, he's only, and I think he's only 26, so that's that's a hell of a deal. And they're going to resign him long term. So Yeah, right. they, that's the thing. They got to resign him. That's the plan, though. They are planning to do that long term. All right, let's go to Justin on the running back. What's your, your waiver wire running back? And now that all this news has been coming across this week. Oh, man, this is always the most difficult position to find a uh, waiver for. I'm going to go with Kyron Williams. Um, He is supposed to be activated very soon. That backfield is in absolute turmoil. And guess what? They did themselves no favors by not even going out there and trying to get Kareem Hunt, nobody else. Uh, So at this point, Ronnie Rivers started last week because supposedly Daryl Henderson had the flu and couldn't breathe at the beginning of the game. So this kind of just shows me that this offense is really wide open. If you have a good game, they're probably going to be playing hot hand. So why not stick the rookie in who's good at pass protection, who's a good ball, who's a good um, receiving back, and could maybe make a play when this team really needs a play to be made for them. I'm going to go with Kyron Williams from the L.A. Rams. All right. I like it. We're going to just skip around a little bit because they have another little thing we want to talk about. Nick, I'm going to go to you on receiver. Give me your big receiver pickup this week. I'm, g- I'm glad you didn't go to me on running back. That's 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 for damn sure. That was uh, <laughs> good. Um, so I got Garrett Wilson of the Jets for uh, receiver. Now, his best finish this season was fifth. With 22 points. I know he's he's been sliding off the table, but I think they're going to start to go back to him. Yes, they play Buffalo this week. Buffalo is 12th Ooh. against the pass. They give up Ooh. 25 points per game. Ooh. And yes, he's earned, he, he's owned in 73% of ESPN leagues. But when you got seven teams that are on the bye, Ooh. the cupboard is bare. So I had to go with the best available 
option. So uh, I'm going to try and sell this pig as best I can. Uh, he's going to get looks. Elijah Moore is on the outs. Um, you know, they could say, oh, yeah, he's back in the fold. He's back in the building. No, he's 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 on his way out. So the only other receiver they got is Conklin, their tight end. So um, Wilson is their best option right now. Uh, Corey Davis is non-existent, and uh, their running game is falling off the wagon too. So, and I think this week after that beating that uh, Zach Milson took, uh, he's going to step it up this week. So look for. Um, Garrett Wilson in the paint for this one. Garrett Wilson, interesting pickup indeed. Funny how they're playing the Bills. Right, about to see the Jets go on an ironic slide, just like another team I know that's represented by a plane. Let's go on <laughs> to the Jester and bring up the uh, tight end pickup this week. Give me the big tight end pickup you have this week. I, I had Dolchich, uh, the, the two, the, the two wizards that you brought onto the show today, and everybody that I picked. I got Hayden Hurst. You want his notes? All right, all right go ahead. Uh, give me, give me Hayden Hurst, Nick. Okay, uh, I got Hayden Hurst right now. His his best finish this season was was fourth, where he had eleven point three points. He's got forty four targets this season, and out of all tight ends. Believe it or not, 44 is ranked ninth. So he's in the top 10 targets. Um, he's playing Carolina where they're, they're 15th overall against tight end. They give up 8.9 points per game, which is, um, you know, it's, it's okay. He's, uh, he's got, yeah, yeah. well, again, covers bear, sir. Uh, and he's owned by 61% ESPN rosters. So again, uh, you, you go with what you got. Indeed. All right, let's go to our defensive guy. I hope you got one here. Give me your streaming D this week, Fred. I pass. I had Cincinnati. Oh, my God. Justin, you got one? <laughs> you know, when they're talking, and this that's the time for you to call an audible and go Thank look for you. something else. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate it. I don't even have to say it. I'm no, glad. I'm glad. I, I, I'm glad. I, I didn't look at it like that. I looked at it like, damn, I'm a genius. They oh pick the same God. thing I picked. Justin, we got him for you. You got some <laughs> Then you should to be, be fair, super genius we, and uh, go and found somebody else. Uh, I got the Vikings this week. Uh, back-to-back top 10 weeks for the Vikings. They're starting to heat up on defense, and their schedule is kind of getting easier. So I'm looking at this as, you know, this is a team that, you know, if you had the 49ers or another team that was really good this on this bye week, you can get by with a Vikings performance this week. All right. Sounds like a good stream. Bill, we appreciate you checking in. What is up to you, my brother? Appreciate you checking in tonight. Nonstop Philly Gaming. So I'm going to go to you, Fred. Now you can at least answer a question. Justin Fields, he wants to know, trustworthy for the rest of the season, or you think he's just having a good stretch of games? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. 
Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Uh, it's funny. I was actually, my mute? Yeah. No. no. Okay. So I was reading something <laughs> this morning, right? And they were talking about the, the head coach finally figured out how to use Justin Fields and make the playbook around him, which it's been showing the last two or three games. Like I said earlier, he's actually been playing good. Uh, they use his legs and his arms. And I think Chase uh, Claypool is really going to help him. I think now that they can't double, double Mooney, he's definitely going to have some more options. So I like Justin Fields going forward. You know he's always going to get your points with his legs. Now he has a little bit of help with his arm. We appreciate you checking in, nonstop Philly gaming. Yes, Justin, what do you have to add to that? (laughs) Humble brag, I think that the Bears watch our show because I have said numerous times that the Bears should look at the Ravens' offense, and supposedly that's where they got their influence for Justin Fields' performances. So I think they're fans of the show. Ibraflus, dial me up, bro. I got more ideas. Justin, you should put your resume on LinkedIn as an offensive guru. Listen, and see if you get picked up. <laughs> all I got to say is the Baltimore Ravens hit the subscribe button. That's all we can ask. All right, listen, we're going up to week nine. We've talked about guys to pick up. Let's talk about guys we'd rather start. Okay, here's a shout out of a cannon. Oprah, Barbara Walters, your wife. You got to fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. I think we're done here. All right, let's talk about some cute stars. <laughs> it's, it's it's never gets, it never gets old. It's the best one. It it's never does. <laughs> <laughs> old. Last forever. All right, let's go to week nine. Let's talk about some, you know, guys. And again, our rankings aren't quite out yet, but you know, some early thoughts. And again, you know, injury news, all that. Take it as it were, but we're looking at it in our early uh, spectrum. Justin, I'm going to start with you tonight. All right, we're going back to start with Justin. Lamar Jackson at New Orleans or Tua at Chicago? Hmm. Hey, listen, I like this one for um, I like this one for Lamar here, and the only reason I do is because the Bears have been notorious for giving up more rushing yards than passing yards, and Tua does not rush with his legs. So it's not a slight towards Tua. I think the Bear or the Dolphins will probably handle the Bears, but I'm going to go with Lamar because Lamar is the ultimate weapon, and the Saints have been absolutely putrid minus the the great game against the Raiders last week. They have been putrid against the run and the passing game. So I'm going to go with uh, Lamar in this one. So All Justin, right. what does he rush with if he doesn't rush with his legs? <laughs> oh, <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing uh, bear crawls out there. Nick, Nick was just I, I think I think he just scoots along. <laughs> non- My dog does that. Nonstop Philly gaming. We appreciate you asking the question. For you. Yes, appreciate you being in tonight. Let's yeah. take a question here again from Bill. He wants to know about Latavius Murray's resurgence. What do you think about that, Nick? Do you think that that's um, sustainable, or do you think Melvin Gordon's going to go to the side? What do you think? I think it's sustainable until the last game of the Broncos season, and then I think he's going to be shelved again. Uh, but, hey, I'd, I'd play him. Why not? They're going to go to a 50-50 share. Uh, you can't – okay, go ahead. 
Uh, oh, Justin- I was just going to say, is, is Latavius Murray like the next Adrian Peterson? We're just going to play this guy until he's like 45 <laughs> running back. Like, like Adrian Peterson was like on the on eight different teams in the last four years of his career. <laughs> the best ability is a, is availability, and if you can run the ball, they're going to run you into the ground. So What's funny it. thing about Latavius, though, is that he's always, to me, known as a big, you know, big playmaker with the explosiveness. I mean, that goes away with age. You know, Adrian Peterson at least could still run over people and at least get a few first downs or this i mean man i i don't even get it the uh but again he's still doing okay in this offense so we'll see yeah if you got it if you're in a troubled spot you definitely got to play him i don't know if it's going to be a big resurgence going forward but you know we shall see of course all right let's go to nick to our next one who would i rather this week kirk cousins at washington or geno smith at arizona hmm uh, do you like that or Geno Smith, the comeback kid? Uh, player of the year. I'm call me crazy. I'm gonna go Geno Smith because he's been on, on on more of a tear, and we know about Kirk when he gets in big games, he shrinks. So we're gonna go with Geno Smith. All right, he gets a little tiny. He says, "All right, let's go, Justin." <laughs> Tom Brady he's got shrinkage. I- Oh, my, oh, my bad. I think our even does. Let's go, Fred. Tom Brady at the Rams or Aaron Rodgers at the Lions? Oh, this is Aaron Rodgers' time. If this is not his time, there will never be another time. If he cannot pull a big game against his division rival Detroit Lions, who Tua just shattered, came back out of nowhere after that big lead, Aaron Rodgers time to pack your bags if you can't do this, son. That's it. Tua! Yeah, nonstop Philly gaming. Justin, he's got one more question. He wants to know. I'm gonna go to you on this one. He wants to know: Do I drop San Fran's D to stream another, or do I drop James Robinson? What do you think? It all depends on the defense you're trying to stream. Are you trying to stream a reliable defense for the rest of the year, like the Patriots? Or are you trying to stream a defense like the Bengals or the Vikings for one week? Because if you're trying to stream for one week, you drop the running back who's been doing nothing. If you're trying, or yeah, if running back has been doing nothing, if you're trying to stream a defense that could get you top five numbers for the rest of the week and initially uh, replace that, then you would drop San Fran's defense. Yeah, definitely. Good point. I mean, and there's a lot of value in running back. So, what my suggestion would be, and what I always do when I come up with this situation, look around your league, look for guys that need running backs, that they have really good defenses. You can always just say, hey, look, if you're going to drop them anyway, might be something you could do, make a package type deal get a good defense along with something else depends on what kind of what you can manage but again might be your better option than just dropping it they want to chime in and a good point about chase Edmonds now and the broncos backfield as well um it should be should be almost enough to hide wilson's ineptitude (laughs) i put that more on hackett than than i do wilson yeah we've discussed you gotta put something on wilson You something but not everything you can't can't let this man get away with his poor play yeah, I think it's a little, a little bit of both for Stop. sure. And Bill says the Rams will eat Brady alive. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I think that's where it's going to. All right, let's continue on. Let's go through a couple running backs. Um, Justin, Josh Jacobs at Jacksonville or Kenneth Walker at Arizona? Hmm. Kenneth Walker. Ride, ride the hot hand. <laughs> Kenneth Walker's going crazy right now. Arizona is another poor run Swiss defense. Yeah. Go for that. 
Isn't Josh Jacobs just like ride the hot hand all the way? Isn't Josh Jacobs like top three in the NFL rushing or something like that? Yeah, he but I mean, he he hasn't been doing. I mean, he didn't do shit last week. You right. know, I, I'm just I'm just going off of it's a. I mean, if you have both of them, you're playing both. But if you're telling me what I rather right now, okay. I'm yeah, going to go with the guy who's been doing rather. And I agree, yeah. Josh Jacobs has been on a downward trend, so you go with the hotter guy um, with this. Ken Walker actually didn't have a great week last week himself, but again, I like the uh, Arizona defense Swiss cheese a little bit more than the Jacksonville Swiss cheese. Um, Nick, let's go to you. Dalvin Cook at Washington, or who the hell did I write here at Carolina? Um, oh Joe Mixon. Uh, yeah, Joe Mixon. Thank you. Why? Wow. I mean, you should see the scribble. It's crazy. Yeah, Joe Mixon. <laughs> it's like my paper. <laughs> I was gonna uh, say maybe you and Fred do share notes. <laughs> we, do. We, we share the same, the same hand hand script. This anyway. All right, who we got? I'm gonna go with Dalvin Cook because Joe Mixon has been a major disappointment this year. I have him. He was actually my first round pick, uh, and and he just. Runs into the offensive lineman's uh, backside almost every game. It's just majorly disappointing. He's got, I think the, I think I heard today, he's got the fourth most uh, red zone carries, and he's got one rushing touchdown in the red zone. Forget it. I would go Dalvin Cook all day. All right, um, let's go to you, Fred. Let's go. Do you ride the hot hand of Deonta Foreman facing at Cincinnati, or do you go playoff Lenny versus the Rams? Playoff Lenny versus the Rams. I think Cincinnati's going to have a big week, so I'm going with playoff Lenny. He's been kind of sucky lately, so I think he awesome. could. Yeah, he's not having playing well, but I think I, I, I don't think I, unlike my friend Bill over there, I don't think the Rams had, uh, eat Brady alive. I think Tampa Bay comes back this week. I think Cincinnati's going to have a big game, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with Lenny for that. All right, Justin, I'm going to give you a little bit of a tougher one. Give me, would you rather have Brian Robinson Jr. versus Minnesota, your streaming D, or do you go A.J. Dillon at Detroit? Oh, uh, you know what? I'm going to go exactly what Fred said. This is this is a memo out to uh, Green Bay, period. If you can't have a good game against Detroit, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the four-string wide receiver. If you can't get a catch against Detroit, just call it. Just wrap it up. Yep. Set up shop somewhere else. Start. Think about 2023. Yep. AJ Dillon all day long. Brian Robinson, he's been a great story. But guess what? Antonio Gibson is really eating into what his touches we thought were going to be. Um, and he's not, you know, he's not producing as a pass catcher either. AJ Dillon has a little bit of production as a pass catcher, but this week against a really soft Detroit run run defense, I think that he has the ability to go at least 80 yards, maybe a touchdown. But I was actually going to say this. I'm glad you brought this up, Kamish. This is the last week. If AJ Dillon does nothing this week, it's probably mm-hmm. time to just cut him. Are we bringing him up to the judge next week? If that's the case. Maybe bring the whole damn Packers team to the judge. <laughs> I, think we gotta bring, I think the judge has got got someone up for next week already. All right, so let's go to receiver Nick. Who would you rather this week, Devonta Smith at Houston or Tyler Boyd at Carolina? Tyler, Tyler Boyd. Uh, right now, ironically, um, Houston's defense uh, is third against wide receivers. So uh, I would definitely go Tyler Boyd with this one. As yeah. as much as I love Devonta Smith, 
uh, I'd have to go with Tyler Boyd. Yeah, I want to throw you off your game there a little bit with that one. All right, Fred, what do you think? Michael Pittman this week at New England? Since, uh, you know, you were just defeated by them. Or Christian Kirk versus the Raiders? Mm. Oh, I'm going to go with Kirk, man. The Raiders, uh, I don't know what happened to the Raiders. You know, I think it's Josh McDaniel. I think he's just a terrible coach when he's not under uh, Belichick. But uh, anyway, uh, (laughs) the Raiders just looked really bad. Like the worst I've seen in years. I actually watched that game for some odd reason. I was bored. But uh, yeah, man, uh, that was just pathetic. So yeah, I'm going to go with anybody versus the Raiders. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Would you go Robert Woods? Oof. Yeah, so let's go to tight end this week. Would you would you rather have Taysom Hill versus the Baltimore Ravens or are you going Zach Hurts versus Seattle? Jack or Zach Hurts so good against that was it? I think last place against the tight end Seattle Seahawks. I like that matchup. Um Taysom Hill, you got to love the guy, but it's either boom or bust. You know, I, I don't know if I can handle that every single week, especially if I'm down or something. I'm like, oh, geez, just score a touchdown or three. But uh, Zach Ertz, well, he'll get you that consistent target range. He'll get you those consistent touches. PPR, that's key. Um, so, yeah, I'll go with Zach Ertz against the league worst Seattle defense against tight end. All right, so Nick, who would you rather this week? Of course, depending on the Mark Andrews injury, but Isaiah Likely at New Orleans or Jawan Johnson at Baltimore facing each other? That's tough. I'd go with Likely. Um, he's he's played less and done more than than Jawan Johnson. So I am going to go with um, Likely. Plus that, he doesn't have a threat of Taysom Hill snaking all his points. So uh, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with Isaiah Likely. I just realized I picked both Saints tight ends. <laughs> horrible play on my part. My bad. All right, let's go to the streaming defense this week. Uh, Justin, we'll go to you on this. First, Colts at New England, or do you go Dolphins, America's team, at the Bears? Ooh, Colts at New England or America's team at the Bears? You know what? I'm going to go with Jimmy Johnson's second favorite team, the Miami Dolphins in this one. Um, I, I, you know, the Bears are the Bears at this point. You know, we're not going to just assume that Chase Claypool is going to run right in and know the entire playbook. So he's probably going to be limited on snaps. And, you know, I, I like this Miami defense as far as lateral speed at the linebackers. So they may be able to contain Justin Fields' you know, abilities. And, Bradley Chubb getting on the field and playing 90% of the snaps is at this point more likely than Chase Playpool doing that. And I think he has more of a chance to get, you know, at Justin Fields and really set the tempo that, you know, you're not going to run for 100 yards on us. So I like the Miami Dolphins this week. Jimmy Johnson's second favorite team. How about them (laughs) Dolphins? And by the way, what a smart move. I just don't want to see him talk about too much, but, man, what a great move by the Dolphins. Look at all these running QB with Josh Allen we got to deal with. Oh, boy, here we come. All right, so let's go to Nick on this one. Do you go KC, since our, our guest brought up, versus Tennessee, or are you going Minnesota at Washington? Oh, I go Minnesota at, at Washington. Uh, right now, you know, Minnesota going up against Taylor Heineke, who's who's had flashes. You know, he's he reminds me of a 
lower grade Brett Favre in the in the respect of he he's a gamer, he's gritty, he's not going to quit on on every play, um, and the fact that they both were number four. But no, I, I am going to go with uh, the Vikings over the Chiefs on this one. All right, I'm going to not tell you where these teams are ranked, but I'll tell you after. So, Fred, give me what you think here. Chargers versus Atlanta, or are you going Bucks versus the Rams? Bucks versus Rams. Mm. So, Chargers at Atlanta, Bucks versus Rams. What do you want me to do? Just pick the defense. Oh, pick a defense? Uh I'm gonna pick the No, you gotta pick the attendance at each game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pick the uh I'm gonna stick with my pick. I'm gonna pick the Bugs over the Rams this week. Uh uh and I'm gonna pick the Chargers defense over Atlanta. Oh uh, <laughs> What? Great. I don't even know what's going on. Uh Bill says he's a, he likes the smart move for Chubb. Often hurt, he will miss him though. Oh, right. <laughs> Even though he's often hurt, I'm still going to miss him. All right, so yeah, so the Bucks this week, according to our friends at Fantasy Pros, they are ranked four, and Chargers surprisingly, I thought was surprisingly for uh, ranked thirteenth. I mean, against this Atlanta offense, so very surprising. I thought I know they've been struggling, but I just found that interesting um, to say the least. Hey, listen, we got a busy show tomorrow. It's big game oh, Wednesday. Right. It's Cardinals versus Seahawks, so we have a Fun show set for tomorrow. We're going to debate who's going to win this big game. Then we got our starts and sits and all that kind of good stuff. So make sure you check us out. Hit that subscribe button and the notification so you don't miss out. We appreciate you. And we, when I scroll up here eventually, are out. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.